I've talked a lot about the Keltec KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Keltec KSG? Well, like everything that Keltec invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun, and the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus 1. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L. TECweapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltecWeapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I want you to keep in mind how red flags would be administered as I tell you the story. So in Wake County, North Carolina, in Raleigh, there were a bunch of parents, and this is from Libs of TikTok, they decided that, you know, and I've done this before with some mom friends. They decided we're going to celebrate the end of the school year. We're going to go out and have, you know, some, some appetizers. We're going to go out and have dinner or whatever. We're going to go out and have lunch. We're going to have a, you know, have a drink or something. And they decided to visit Y Hill, W-Y-E, Y Hill Kitchen and Brewing. Now, there were 30 women in this group, a large group. So the women advanced it, right? They made sure... That they, you know, made the reservation and they did it and, you know, uh, uh, it's not like they did it last minute or anything like that. They didn't just show up. They had a reservation. They even, they, they, it was all organized. So they were scheduled, 30 of them, to enjoy a happy hour at the Y Hill Kitchen and Brewing. And that is until Y Hill Kitchen and Brewing in North Carolina canceled a reservation for the group of moms who were very happy to enjoy happy hour at the brewery. And as it turned out, it was canceled by a woman who apparently works there. And it was the mom's group that's Moms for Liberty is their group. They said it was just a happy hour. There's no real political affiliation with it. But they canceled it anyway. And there was a woman who actually went out and was bragging about having canceled it. So I'm just like, how over politics? So they said that um, all these people, they ended up, they, this, this woman online, she posted the invitation Tuesday on the group's Facebook page. Uh, she's there's the Wake County chapter of Moms for Liberty. She didn't. Uh, the Carrie Donovan is the spokesperson. She spoke with Carolina Journal and said that um, their chair made reservations. She posted the invitation Tuesday to the group's Facebook page. She didn't mention the location, and so she sent it to members of the group. And you know, some pe- some some dads too responded, uh, and some people who weren't members. And unbeknownst to her, one of the members had an assumed name, and she was an imposter named Katherine Johnson, who started a far-left group raising money through social media for, quote, summer of rage for the Triangle area of North Carolina. So she went on TikTok, 
And apparently she was able to get them canceled, their reservation canceled at Y Hill, which is owned by Sarah Abernathy and Chris Borenson. And she like made these like threats basically in this TikTok video and all this stuff. And so she uh, told the restaurant, the restaurant canceled the reservation. They said, oh, no, we can't have that. Even though it was like members of that group and then not their kids are in school together. So a whole bunch of them got together and they were going to go have happy hour. But because some of them were affiliated with Moms for Liberty, they wouldn't do it. So why Hill sent this email and said, no, we can't do it. Quote, it would negate what we stand for. We support a safe space for the alphabet people and gender nonconforming, whatever. Our our values are clearly not in alignment of those with those of Moms for Liberty. We don't tolerate hate. Except, you know, you do when you engage in it. So they had hired, apparently they had to hire a public relations firm, South City PR, which did not respond to Carolina Journal or others. So, and by the way, there are Democrats and Republicans in County Moms for Liberty. It's one of those groups of parents that speak at school boards. Democrats and Republicans in it. There were Democrats in this group that were going to go to happy hour. But because people are, are reflexive morons, like at Y Hill... I bet they have great turd sandwiches. Just saying. I just, that's so lame. I, I wouldn't want to eat there. I wouldn't want to eat anywhere where someone is so sensitive that they don't even like the, oh, they have liberty in their name. We don't like them. How dare you, bigots, by the way. We don't, we don't support hate. Bigots. We don't support hate. Jeez. I wouldn't want to eat there. Would you? I wouldn't want to eat where anybody acted like that. Cancel a reservation. Just because some of the people in that group, good grief. That's like a Portland, a Portlandia episode. It's just, it's just sad. So they, I mean, didn't get, they, you know, that's, they didn't have their happy hour. Hopefully they were able to go somewhere else that probably had way better service. I would imagine. I've never had that issue. I don't think, but it's like you're, it's a restaurant. You're going there to eat food. And you're serving food. It's not a political act. These people who cannot separate humanity from policy positions are the bane of of everybody's existence. Stop it. You people politicize stuff and silo everyone off. It's awful. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Sorry, descent. I don't know who would do this as a team building exercise. A team building hot coal walk. This is so obvious. A team building hot coal walk ends in predictably disaster in Switzerland. 13 people are rushed to the hospital with severe burns. 25 people had to be treated for injuries. Hey, guys, it was a big, like, work event, and they were doing, the, I don't know, it was like a, it was a, like a, uh, a work exercise, and they were trying to encourage uh, uh, trust with coworkers or something, and people are like, well, motivational speaker Tony Robbins talked about, you know, walk through fire. Yeah, not literally. Not, this is figuratively. Come on. So, yeah, that's apparently, people just, you know, don't do it. I wonder, I just can't believe that people did it. Japan passed a bill to make online insults punishable by jail time. They're, I know, 
They introduced, they, it was a bill that for prison terms as part of tougher penalties for online insults. They passed this Monday of this week. It gained traction after a 22-year-old professional wrestler and cast member on their Netflix reality show Terrace House was believed to have committed suicide after receiving a barrage of hateful messages on social media. I, that doesn't solve the problem, though. It, not at all. And in fact, it may even exacerbate it. Uh, I can't believe the stuff that people do for Guinness Book of World Records. I mean, there's it just so this guy, he's from Idaho. They use the word reclaim, meaning that there was kind of like a battle, I guess, to even set this in the first place. He set a Guinness World Record by balancing a chainsaw on his head, his forehead for 31 minutes and 25 seconds. He's broken. Now, he does it for good purpose to promote STEM education. And so now he's there you go. He's reclaimed the title because someone bested it. And so he had to redo it again. So the other time he got the, the guy who beat him initially had a six minute, 48 second attempt. This guy beat him with 31 minutes like he made it to where no one will ever attempt that again. He's going to hold it forever. Kane and I were literally LOLing. First off, we had the thing where Lizzo had to remove the word spaz from one of her songs. It wasn't the multitude of hoes that did it, the usage, or CE ho, or saying that she's going to Lorena Bobbitt a dude. It was that she used the word spaz. So now we have this and a TikTok user. Stop saying star. A TikTok star. Tom Selleck is a star. Okay, Winona Ryder is a star. This chick uses TikTok. Her name is Remy Bader. And she's really upset. She says that she went on a recent trip with other influencers. And can you believe that this ranch in Montauk, New York, named, that would not allow her to ride a horse because of her weight? So she decided to go because she's so entitled. She used her TikTok account and tried to go on air or go on air. She tried to go, you go on her account and she tried to shame them. She said, quote, shout out to Deep Hollow Ranch in Montauk for making me laugh because I weigh over 240. I've rode his horses before. I never had this issue. End quote. Well, how big are the horses? The ranch said a rider can't be more than 15% of the horse's weight. And they said the best horse breeds for plus size riders. And she got mad that they said plus size rider on her website. Girl, you are in the 240 category. That is not a, that's not a mistaken description. And she's mad and she's, I mean, she's been mad about this and apparently i i don't know i mean sorry that the horses wouldn't break their have have their backs broken for you i don't know i don't know what kind of horses they had i mean she didn't you know bother clarifying that with any of her audience i just think that would kind of be you know important is it like a cutting horse is it say the french one again the big giant monster one the percheron yeah thank you is that one of those because that she probably could maybe those are would you say they're six feet how many hands? Oh, yeah, How many hands at the shoulder? They're probably 1,200 to 1,500 pound animals, yeah. Crazy huge. So, it's... 
Anyway, I, I just think that she has more than 2 million followers on TikTok. <sighs> I. So when she rode a horse before, was she a kid? I don't know. Like, did the horse ride her? I don't know. I'm just confused. I just think this is so stupid. This is so, people are so entitled. I'm so mad that I can't, how, because Kane's like, well, I'm like 250. If you don't want me to say that, I'm sorry. No, but that's what I, and when I took my kids to go riding, I had to pick the largest, the largest horse they had on the, uh, on the ranch in order to do the little, little ride with my kids. Mm. Um, So, yeah, and I get it. I mean, think about it. Horses have to carry that much weight. Screw those horses, though. Remy wants to ride. <laughs> it just sounds like some Veruca Salt brattiness, man. Yeah. I mean, and she, yeah, she was super mad because she, they said soup, they said plus size riders. I mean, if you're like 240, I don't know how tall she is, but it sounds like there's a health issue. I mean, but you can't get mad at the horses because they, you know, their spines will snap in half. Good grief. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Man, this is kind of sad and also amusing all at once. So this is Broward County, Florida. Uh, A Boca Raton man, a Florida man, purposefully, he purposefully crashed into a state trooper's cruiser early yesterday morning so he could be taken to jail according to a Florida Highway Patrol arrest report. The, re- the report states that Trooper Ber- Bernay Vincent was working on, was working off-duty detail. So he was in a construction zone. He was working an off-duty detail in a construction zone. Uh, northbound lanes, Interstate 95 uh, in Broward County. And so Vincent's cruiser had its emergency lights activated. He had it parked in a lane that was, I mean, traffic cones galore. There's photo, barricades galore. And about 1.30 in the morning, a dude driving a, a Subaru Outback went through all the cones and right for his cruiser. 25-year-old Tate Turner. <laughs> the report states that Turner did not have any obvious injuries, and he was silent for a little bit before spontaneously saying that he struck the cruiser on purpose so he could be taken to jail. And so when he was asked by you know, the, the deputies, because he's, he intentionally wanted to use his vehicle to strike the patrol vehicle in the, in the report. He told them that he wanted to go to jail because he, quote, felt like he was already in jail. And when he was asked why he felt that way, Turner goes, quote, it's just a bunch of things. Now, he had no injuries or medical conditions. He was not suicidal. He wasn't on medicine. The trooper said he had no signs of impairment. Um, but they he did get charged. Uh, aggravated assault in a law enforcement officer, aggravated battery in a law enforcement officer, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and you also get a citation for driving around barricades, which I did not know you could get cited for. Now I do. Wow. So, man, that's sad, though. See, it's sad and kind of amusing. So let me, here, uh, we have this one. Uh, a man decided to go into a Wendy's, and he faked being a cop because he wanted a discount on his hamburger. A 57-year-old Florida man got charged with impersonating law enforcement because he wanted a free hamburger. And when the employees were asking them uh, to prove it, uh, he flashed really quickly a fake badge, but, you know, it didn't work. I w- I've got like two others I'm going to race to get to them because this one's hysterical. A, I didn't, a Florida woman was caught stealing mangoes and shoving them in her bike shorts. 
Miami-Dade County, they have ordinances. You can't take like fruit and stuff off private or public property without consent of the property or the agent of the property. And so they have this woman on video uh, and they she shoved... She's wearing biker shorts, by the way. I just want to say that. And it's actually a punishable offense in Florida. And she shoved them in her shorts. They're looking for that's just you're really, really going to look for somebody to shove some mangoes in their shorts. Come on. I mean, I understand that, you know, you got a job to do and all that. But I just feel like there's so many other things happening right now. And last but not least, uh, we have a Jacksonville man who was charged with stealing, of all things, a street sweeper. He was entirely from head to toe covered in mud. He was uh, got minor injuries after he was apprehended or during the apprehension. He was treated and released from the hospital. Uh, Flager County Sheriff's had to deal with this. 18-year-old Sterling Davis Jones wasn't so sterling with his behavior. Three-hour pursuit ended in a mud-filled ditch. He legit was trying to carjack a street sweeper. No joke. Like, how, why? Of all, I mean, don't carjack anybody, but like... Why that? Why a street sweeper? Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Human trafficking is a massive problem with young kids being exploited sexually and through forced labor. And it's happening right where you live. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll bring you the latest horrifying statistics on trafficking and share a story on how easily it can happen. I'll also take on the left-wing media for thoroughly ignoring the attempted murder of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Join me. Follow The Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.